1: Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Happy Resurrection Day. Happy Sunday. Happy Lord's Day. Avili e The time has come to worship the Lord. I want to welcome you to the program and say may the Lord richly bless you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. I pray that the Lord would give you wisdom and direction. I pray that the Lord would show you how to walk with him, how to live in his light, in his love, in his blessings, in his hope, in his prosperity. I pray that the Lord would show you how to walk in his purpose for your life and for those around you. God bless you. Welcome to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'll be your host tonight, Steve Mitchell. Sam Nicholas is still out of town, but thank the Lord he will be back next week. I can hear the applause. He will be back. He will be sharing the Word of God, and he will be back to bringing answers to the questions that you have. Tonight, I want to welcome you to the program. If you have any questions, if you need any prayer, please call in. The number is one 995 5552 Again, that's one 995 5552 5, Tonight we're going to be continuing in the word that we've been going through in the last 3 weeks. It started with the word from 2nd Kings and it was called strike the ground. And it gives the story of the prophet Elisha speaking with the king and telling him that the arrows that he is about to shoot Represent the victory of the Lord, and that he must strike the ground just like he's striking the enemy until it's completely destroyed. And the king fails to listen to the prophet's instructions, he fails to see what the Lord was doing, and because of that, he missed out. In what the prophet said, he could have had complete victory over his enemies. He said, Because you only struck three times. You will only have victory three times. Well, what that turned out to be is that the people that the king represented, the people that the king was supposed to take care of, the people that the king was supposed to lead, only received the victory three times. And what we saw is that your victory can affect others. Your victory can affect what happens with other people, and how many victories they have in their life when they're walking with you, when they're following you as you follow Christ. So we looked into what are we to strike the ground with, and the first one last week was with the Word. We have three things that we're going to be talking about, and I'm going to try to get through uh worship tonight, and and hopefully maybe next week I can come back on with, with Sammy and we can talk about prayer, but the first one was the Word and the importance of the Word, and we'll go over it a little bit before we go into the study, and tonight we're going to be talking about worship. How do you strike the ground with worship? What does it mean to worship? And you know, a question that I had last week, and I'm going to be asking this a lot tonight, is... Did you apply it to your life? Did you strike the ground? Or did you listen to a message that, not because I'm I'm, I'm a great person, not because of who I am, but in prayer and, and in seeking the Lord, I believe the Lord sent a message. He explained what needs to be done for you to strike the ground. He told you, I want to give victory. I have something that I'm planning to do. Just like he told the king, there's something that's coming. There's something that's going on, and I want you to be a part of it with me. We saw that God loves to work with his people. He created all of the animals, and then he tells Adam, you go ahead and name them. You see, God wants you to be a part of what he's doing. He wants you to be involved. He will give the strength. When when the prophet told the king to, to grab the the bow and arrow and to to aim out towards the east, the prophet placed his hand on top of the king's representing how God would work with us, how God would actually give us the strength to do what we need. And God is saying, I'm here. I'm ready to give you the strength. I'm ready to give you the direction. I'm ready to do what's needed. But you've got to put your effort in. You've got to start striking the ground. Because just like the rule of reaping and sowing, you'll only reap what you sow. I want to get to the phones real quick. Again, if you have any prayers, if you have any questions, please call in. The phone number is 888-995-5552. That's one 888 Nine We're going to go to Jeremiah. God bless you, Jeremiah. How are you?
0: Hey, how are you guys doing? God bless
1: you guys. Doing all right. God bless you.
0: Uh, well, how can I say I got a testimony to share? Amen. Well, God, God bless me this one. I got a place to stay. So, Amen. Praise the that.
1: Lord. Praise the Lord. He answers prayers. Well,
0: thank God for that. Amen. And just want to keep thanking God. I know one day God's going to bring my wallet back on His side.
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen. I gave you my testimony about that. So keep believing. Um, you know, it's, it's a good time to thank the Lord. I like to take Saturdays just to thank the Lord in prayer. And, uh, usually I can go the whole day thanking Him for everything that surrounds me. People think they'll run out of things to thank Him for. But believe me, once you start, You'll find out. You can go a very long time thanking God without you know, stopping. Let me
0: tell you something. Look, I know God's going to bring my wallet back. It's on His time.
1: Amen. Amen. Let's uh, let's get to praying and thanking the Lord. Father, we Amen. thank you. We thank you. Devla, we ask that you would provide, and you have provided. Devla, I pray that that home would be a place of blessing, a place of hope a place of restoration, a place of use, Mugadel, a place where your glory shines, where your worship, model, goes forward. I pray that this would be the place, Mugadel, where people cannot help but see the hand of God there. Lord, I pray that you would bless Jeremiah and his family in this house and that you would provide every need in it, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, we worship you, Lord. And as we're thanking you, Lord, we thank you for our salvation, for your power, for your strength, for your hope, we thank you for all of the things that we'll never know that you did. Have your way in all things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you, Jeremiah. Keep listening because Sammy's actually on the other line and he's about to uh, to come on air to talk to you guys. I
0: know.
1: God bless you. Good night. Bye-bye. Okay, we got Sammy on the line. God bless you, Sammy. How are you?
0: How's, hey, stay How's it
1: going, buddy? It's going very good. Thank God. Blessed well, to share the Lord. word. I
0: just wanted to call in. I was listening. We're off here late at, uh, at Houston. We're doing some house visits and, uh, I just wanted to call in and say great job. Thanks for filling in. Uh, I want to thank all the listeners for their prayers. We've been to Dallas. We've been here in Houston. Uh, everything went so well. Uh, really blessed of God. The Lord is in. Pouring out his blessing upon us and I know it's a, everybody's been praying for us and also we've gotten some emails. I want to thank everybody for their well wishes with their emails and everything, and it's just been uh it's been great here. But uh we'll be heading home on Monday and I can't wait to get back uh being with the listeners and being on the radio and just sharing everything that the Lord is doing.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. I bet you they can't wait till they get back to <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I've been listening. I've been hearing you, you're doing a great job, and uh, thanks for, for filling in, and hopefully we can. Amen. Ooh, we'll be together on the radio next week and finish up your study and uh, what you're doing with uh, pounding the ground.
1: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sammy. let me pray for you and your family as you guys prepare to come back. Lord, thank we you. thank you, Father. We truly thank you, Lord, for the reason that they went was such a blessing, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would just pour down your blessing, your prosperity, your hope, Lord, and that you would protect them as they prepare to come home, that they would come home rejoicing, Lord, and that as you bring them home, they would come home with a song, a song of praise, ready to serve you, ready to worship you, Lord. And, Lord, I pray that this new marriage would be strengthened, blessed, that you would take them forward to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. uh,
0: Stevens. Stevens Also, I want to keep... uh, Sarah in uh, in prayer, uh, Larry Hartz went home to be with the Lord today. Wow, and we just want to keep his family in prayer um, it's a tragic loss young man, but he's home with the Lord, and we just want to pray for his family. so Father, I pray for Sarah yes Lord. I pray for Larry's family, Modad yes, and Lord. <laughs> Lord, you said you're the comforter. And I pray your comfort and your peace upon Sarah that you would provide for every need that there is, Lord. I I pray, Lord, that you would give her the blessing of knowing, Lord, that your, your hand is upon her, your grace is upon her, your mercy is upon her and her family. So I just pray, Lord, that you would comfort, that you would give peace, that you would provide for all of the needs, Lord. In these days ahead, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would accomplish all that you desire to do. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for Larry's service. I thank you for his contribution to the kingdom, Lord. And I know, Father, that Larry is enjoying the the reward that you have in store for him, Lord. So I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. God bless you, Sammy. Um the message we're getting.
0: God bless all the listeners.
1: Amen. Do me a favor. Uh try to keep listening. I know it's late there. But uh if you're still around while we get into the study it's going to be on worship and it's going a little di- different direction than we normally do and it's moving right. away from the song from the music worship and if you got anything to add please call back in
0: Okay God bless
1: God we'll bless see you next week Good night Right Amen praise the Lord Again we want to Ask that you keep Sarah and her family in prayer. Uh, Pastor Larry, um, known him pretty much all my life and, uh, he was the pastor in, in Modesto. Um, and apparently he went home to be with the Lord. It's, it's a great loss. Um, I just pray that the Lord would place a, a peace upon the family and that he would give them the comfort that they need right now. So please keep them in prayer. Last week, oh, any calls, please, questions, 888-995-5552, 888-995-5552. The first week was strike the ground. The second week was did you strike the ground? and the question was asked but what if the lord didn't tell me how to strike the ground and what i explained is that in the first week the lord said you can strike the ground by reading the word by worshiping and in prayer the way that i received this message was i was in a place of of worship in laying on the ground and that's what worship means Worship means to lay on the ground. The 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 definition of worship is is to lay prostrate on the ground. That means to lay flat on the ground. That is a form of worship. To humble yourself, to lay down before the Lord, to bring yourself to that place of humility before the Lord and to honor Him by doing that. And I was in that place of worship, and the Lord gave me this word, and when I asked, Lord, why? Why did you give me this word? And it was instant. The Lord, it wasn't something that I was studying. It wasn't something that I was preparing. It's just in an instant, I was praying. I was in a place of worship. And I said, Lord, I need a word to share on the radio. And in an instant, my mind was flooded with this whole message. And I said, why, Lord? And he said, because you were in a place of worship, laying on the ground. And what happened was your heart was was striking the ground repeatedly. Constantly, your heart was striking the ground. And that's why the Lord answered that prayer in such a way. That's why that prayer was answered so quickly, because I was in the position for God to answer it. Last week, we went through the Word, and as I prepared the study, I wrote down these three steps, the Word, worship, and prayer. And I didn't know this at the time, but this was actually a pattern that the Lord had shown. This was actually a pattern that was in the Bible before as far as the steps to take in honoring God, in worshiping God, in striking the ground. And God took me to the story of Jacob. In the story of Jacob, we see that in Genesis 29, he stopped at Bethel. And he began to fall asleep. He had a dream, and in the dream, there are three things that happened. In the dream, he heard the Lord speaking, so he heard the word of the Lord. When he woke up, he built an altar with the rock that he laid his head on, and he began to worship. And then after he worshiped, he prayed. And we know from the Bible the blessing that was bestowed upon Jacob. We know that he continued the promise that God had given to his father. And we know that the Lord made him into a great nation. But these three steps came into place. It was the word, worship, and prayer. In these three areas of your life, are you striking the ground? What does it mean to strike the ground? It means, are you giving your whole effort? Are you giving yourself over completely? To what the Lord is calling you to. Are you giving yourself over completely to God? You see, tonight, we're gonna be getting a little bit heavy into the word. And tonight, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It may offend a few people. And my goal, my point is not to offend people. My goal is to speak the word of God, the word of truth. But the Bible says that it's offensive, and if it offends you, that means it's calling you to a change. If I'm giving you the Word of God, and I don't have anything behind it that's of myself, I don't have anything of it that is uh, of, of bad feelings or trying to prove my point, if I'm giving you the true Word of God, and it offends you, then maybe you have to take a look at life. Maybe God is trying to show you something. He calls his word a two-edged sword that is sharper than anything on this planet, and it cuts down to the marrow. That means it cuts deep. God bless you, everybody. Welcome into the room. As we're live on air, we're also live streaming on uh, on Instagram. And I would ask that everybody on Instagram do me a favor, take a second, try and call a few people in because this is a, this is a big message. This is a message that speaks to the way that we've grown up in church, the way that we normally look at worship. And tonight I pray that the Lord would open our hearts and minds and that he would see what it truly means. That we would see what God means when he says worship, when the Bible says worship, when we talk about worship, what it is truly to mean. So we're going to take a minute and we're going to listen to this song. And this song talks about worship. And it's a little ironic because it says worship is more than a song and it's with a song that I'm proving it, that I'm talking about it. But Listen to the words of this song, and then listen to the message tonight. Go out, call a few people in, not because I want a lot of people in the room, but because I want people to receive the message of God. God bless you, everybody that's in the room. Larry, God bless you. I see you this week. Um, listen to this song. Let it bless you. And when we get back, we'll get into the word. Praise the Lord. Let's pray before we get into the word. Father. Tonight we ask that you would speak to us, Lord, that we would truly see what worship is and that we would learn how to truly worship you, Lord, that we might enter into your presence, Father, and give you the worship that you are worthy of, Lord. Lord, we hear so many messages about worshiping and and winning the victory and the breakthrough that comes in worship, Father. But, Lord, have we been doing it wrong? Have we not been doing enough? Have we not been striking the ground enough in worship, Lord? Forgive our ignorance. Forgive our misunderstanding, Lord. Forgive us for where we are wrong, but take control. Tonight, Holy Spirit, take your place. Speak your word of truth, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're still with me, please give a thumbs up so I can know the the Internet is still working. And we before we get into the Word, I'm sorry, let's go to the phones real quick so that we can uh, have the study uninterrupted. Hello, Elizabeth. God bless you. Yes. How I you doing?
0: Re- I have a prayer request. Okay. Uh, I, I have a dear fa- family friend. He's, uh his name is Dino he's he's probably maybe 45 but he has cirrhosis of the liver okay and he's getting the the bad symptoms like swollenness and things like that
1: okay well let's pray yes, for him
0: for healing thank you
1: and his name is Dino yes lord we bring our brother Dino before you lord and we ask for a physical healing. Father, we know that you are the one who created the body. You are the one who controls all things. What is too difficult for you? Lord, we bring his liver before you, Father, and we pray that you would bring health to it. Lord, whether it's, it's miraculously, whether it's medication, whatever it is, Father, you would receive the glory for it because we know it's by your hand. And we ask, Lord, Bring complete healing to Dino in his body. In Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Amen.
0: Oh, thank you so much.
1: God bless you and good night. Good night. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, time to get into the message. Tonight, we're going to be working with worship. If you were listening earlier, Sammy called in and, and I asked him to keep listening and to call in with any comments or anything that he wants to add, because tonight we're going to be looking at worship in a different way. When you think of worship, and please put it up on the board, tell me what you think worship means. When we think of worship, most people are going to say, oh yes, I love to worship, I love to sing to the Lord. They're going to put worship somehow some way together with music and tonight i want to look at a different way of worshiping god because what the lord has shown me is that there are so many ways to worship the lord and we are we are only taking advantage of one side of worship I think I talked about this before diamonds have a bunch of different sides that are called facets and even though it's a different side to the diamond and it shows a different angle of it and it shows different properties of it and it shows just something different about that diamond it's all one diamond And it's the same thing in many things with the Lord. In in faith, I did a study about the facets of faith. You see, there are a lot of different sides to faith, but we don't take advantage of them. We don't understand them. And with worship, there's a lot of things that we don't understand about worship or that we don't take advantage in worship just because worship has become a song, The song we just played says you can sing all you want to and still get it wrong. You see, you can be worshiping God with a song and you're singing every word right. You're singing it on key and you're singing it the best that anyone's ever sang that song. And it could be in no way worshiping unto the Lord. You see, I want to look at, take a look at, at the word worship and what it means. And there's a couple different words, but one of the words I believe it's the Greek word and it's proskenoio. But in the Bible dictionary here is what the word worship means. It means to adore, to obey, to re- to reverence and to focus positive attention on It means to enjoy the presence of God. Any action or attitude that expresses praise, love, and appreciation for God. Worship can be expressed through obedience and the way that we treat other people. Worship can be private or public. And it gives all the scriptures to back that up. But at the bottom of that explanation, it says, Name at least three ways... You worship God. And I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people out there saying, wait a second. At least three? At least three? You're telling me there's more than one? There's more than just a song? There's more than just in church on Sundays with music? There's more than what I show in the presence of everybody? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that music worship is bad or that it's wrong. If anybody knows me, they know that I am a worshiper through and through, and I love singing to the Lord. I love being able to praise the Lord with worship. But I think we have kind of a misunderstanding of the true meaning of the word worship. You see, I, I grew up in church. I, I was on kids' choir. Uh, I grew up and I started serving other places, and then I came back to the choir. And on the choir, there could be the loudest music, there could be no music, and you could find me worshiping to the fullness of my ability. My actual prayer and if any of the guys that were on choir with me at the same time, my prayer for us, every time we would pray before going up, was, Lord, I want to be exhausted from worshiping you today on the altar. And I thank God because a lot of times he answered that prayer, and I would walk out of church exhausted because I gave everything that I had to the Lord. But because of that desire to worship God, I wanted to find out a little bit more about worship. And this is where striking the ground comes in when it comes to worship. The word worship means to lay on the ground face down. It means to lay prostrate. It means to lay flat in worship unto God. And in all of the dictionaries and all of the understandings that I've looked into, it rarely says song. It talks about lifestyle. It talks about actions. It talks about what you do outside of the church. A little bit more than it talks about what you do inside of the church. Again, music is not bad. In Ephesians five nineteen, it says, "Sing songs and and make music." But there is more to it. There's more to the meaning of worship, and one of the ways that I I learned through this study is that, in in my knowledge. There are two books that talk about music, that talk about songs. There are two books, the Song of Solomon and the Book of Psalms. But there's a lot more about the instruction on how to walk with God. There's a lot more on the instruction of what it means to have a broken and contrite heart. And what I saw through most of it is that When God is talking about worship, He's talking about your heart. He's talking about your attitude. He's talking about the way that you live, walk, talk, and breathe. Amen, Vito. Worship takes action. Vito, music praising, I I lift my hands in worship when I'm praying and and when I'm singing songs. And I dance before the Lord in, in worship. Those are actions. But the Bible says that what is in a man's heart... You see, the Bible constantly focuses on the heart. The Bible... Constantly talks about the inner man. One of the the greatest scriptures that I can think of is in Romans. And if you go through Romans, it, it gives you a lot about it. But you can actually split Romans up into two different things. The first half of it is doctrine, how to live your life, what is true doctrine, what is the true meaning of things, and how to walk with the Lord. And the second part of it, and it splits off right between 11 and 12, and the second part of it is the application of it. Are you applying it? And see, that's the question through all of these studies I want to ask you is, are you applying it? You see, you can hear the greatest message that's ever been preached, You can hear the message that has changed a hundred lives. But if you don't apply it, what good is it? And when God told you, strike the ground because I've got a victory to give you. And and did you say, well, Lord, you didn't tell me how to strike the ground. I got news for you. There are different times if you are listening, if you are paying attention, if you are seeking in the Lord... What striking the ground means in your life, he's, he might give you something different than what he's given me because he's given me some things that I'm not telling anybody about because it's between me and God. But are you listening for them? Now, here's the other side of it. When God says strike the ground, there are three things that he's saying to all of us. He is saying that you need to get into my word. Begin to strike the ground by reading my word because my word is so important. Last week somebody put it up that it's the only thing that God says is above his name. His word is above his name. His word will will accomplish unbelievable things in your life if you will apply it. You need to worship. And by worship... He's not saying that you need to be singing songs all day long in everything that you do. What he's saying is that you need to give your life to me. You need to give your heart to me. And the third thing is you need to pray. And when I say pray, I don't mean give your shopping list to God. I mean you need to get into prayer, into conversation, communication with the Lord. You know, one of the greatest things that I've ever done in prayer, I told this to the boys last week. It it was a time where I'm in my office and I'm just praying and worshiping God and I I get this understanding of be still and know that I'm God. So I stop. I stop talking and I stop praying and I sit there for about 30 seconds and then I start worshiping and saying, Oh God, you're so great, you're so awesome. And I just feel this, no, I I want you to shut up. I want you to be still and know that I'm God. And so I tried again, and this time it lasted about 45 seconds until I started. And it took me about a half hour, and I'm not kidding when I say it, it took me a half an hour to blank everything out of my mind and not even to speak the praises of the Lord, but just to sit there And to know that He is God. And that was one of the greatest moments of worship. With no song, with no words, with no actions. Just standing, sitting in the presence of God. And knowing that He is awesome, mighty, wonderful, Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai. That He is God. These are some of the things that God wants us to understand. In Romans 12, this is one of the more famous scriptures. It's Romans 12, one and two. And it says, so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he has done for you. Let them be a living sacrifice, holy, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. He's not talking about a song. He's not talking about anything to do with music. He's talking about making your life Holy and a sacrifice unto the Lord. That means in everything that you do, the Bible says in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord. You see, I have to be a bit bold tonight. We can go in church and sing every song and walk out and not live a drop like we're living for the Lord. Sunday is an excuse to come and get my forgiveness, and Monday to do what I need to do all over again. Sunday is the time where I come and I lift my hands and I I, I sing every song with my whole heart, but then when I get out of church, it does not apply to me one bit. You see, that's not what God is calling for. God is calling for the kind of worship that causes you to do things differently in your life. Ronnie Legs from Florida came here a couple weeks ago, and he said, Do you know what my biggest battle was? My biggest battle was when I was in Disneyland. And I go, and in my mind, it's, Don't pay the $10 for the soda. It Gaji, It fell. By or something like that, just not to, to, to pay the $10 for a soda. You see, it was the little things that Ronnie preached about that could cause us harm. It's the little things in our life that God looks at. We We think about the big sins in our life and the big problems in our life. Guess what? God sees every one of them. And what He's calling for is a life that is changed when you come to know who the messiah is when you come to know who jesus christ is there has to be a change and if your life hasn't changed then are you really worshiping god if there's no change in your life james says uh, faith brings works you show me your faith i'll show you my works Why? Because when you have faith in God, when you have true faith in God, there should be a difference in your life. There should be something in you that says, I've got to serve God. I've got to truly worship God. I've got to get to know this God. I've got to tell other people about this God. When there is true worship in your life, then things should change. But how many of us After we move away from the songs and worship, go back to our normal life and don't care about having a relationship with God, a real relationship with God, a true relationship with God. Again, this is not to put down the music worship. But this is to tell you, there are different ways of worshiping. And if music is all that you've got, then I'm telling you right now, you're not fulfilling your worship unto the Lord. You're missing out on the worship that God wants from you. I have something that as I was preparing this study, the Lord stopped me in the middle of it and, and gave me a page full. And this is something that is hard for me to say because I, I don't like to, I don't like confrontation. I'm not a guy that likes to point things out. And again, this is not about me. Saying these things, this is a word from the Lord. And Lord, before we, before I say this, Lord, before I speak this word, I pray, prepare our hearts that we might receive and that it might receive the seed that you plant to bear fruit, Lord, because you want true worship, Lord. Today, this is what the Lord gave me. Worship has become entertainment. The presentation of the gospel, of the word, of the truth of God is not enough to cause men to listen and change. It has to be made interesting. It has to be made fun and exciting. It has to keep the people's attention. This is not a game or entertainment. This is about God Almighty saving a damned creation, taking it from the pits of hell, which it rightfully deserved, to the kingdom of God as princes, as rulers, as redeemed by his own blood. And all we have to do is accept it. But what does it mean to accept it? To say a few words? To attend church? to sing a few songs, to get dunked in baptism, to pay your tithes. To accept it means to allow it to change you, to give you a new spirit, a new righteousness, a new life, not a Frankenstein life, a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, and no concern to get rid of the old life, or even how. It's plain and simple. God is calling for a true okay. worship. Because when we were children, when we were young in, in the Lord, he allowed for the childish things. He allowed for the worship in song to be the only worship we have. But now he's saying it is time to grow up. It is time to go forward because if you're living the same old life that you had and thinking that singing a song is giving true worship to God, it is not. He is telling you tonight, it is not. When the Lord says He's looking for those with a broken and contrite heart, contrite means a feeling or showing of sorrow or remorse for a sin. The Lord is calling to repentance, and to repent means to turn away from your sin, not to come in church and ask your forgiveness for it, and to go out the next day and commit those same things. And it's even in the little things that we think of. God is looking for a change in the life of His people. When He says He wants you to worship Him, what He means is He wants your life to show people that you are honoring and praising Him it means that he wants you to show how he is the king of your life and he is worth changing for it with shadrach meshach and abednego the king told them you have to come and worship the idol and they said we will not worship it their lives depended on it and they wouldn't bow down they would not worship this idol and they said oh king our god is able to save us but even if he doesn't we want you to know that we will not bow down let me ask you today how many idols have have you bow down to and given up on standing for the word of God and given up on worshiping God alone, just so that you could accomplish what needed to be accomplished. In Luke, it talks about a Roman uh, centurion, and he came and and asked the Lord to come to his house to heal his daughter. And it says he worshipped him. Nowhere in there does it say he sang a song. Agajo pointed this out. He said when Abraham went to sacrifice Isaac, he's talking to the servants and he says, the boy and I will go and worship and come back. They had the wood, they had the fire. He asked the question, did the servants think he was going to go up on the mountain and start singing and dancing? No. He was going to sacrifice unto the Lord. He was going to do what he needed to do in order to honor God and worship God. And it had nothing to do with a song. Is the song bad? No, it is not. I thank God for the songs because the songs minister unto us. And I'm sorry. I know there's a few uh, calls waiting for prayer. Please stay on the line. I'm trying to get through the study tonight. If I don't get you on air, I will get to you after the the program. So please do stay on and, and be patient with me. I'm sorry. I want to go to Matthew 28. Verse 8, Penel, the the, the women ran quickly from the tomb and they were frightened but also filled with great joy and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. As they went, Jesus met them and greeted them and they ran to him, grasped his feet and worshipped him. You see, the place that they were in worship was at his feet. They were bowing down. They were worshipping God. By bowing down before Him. They were worshiping God by placing themselves at His feet. When was the last time that you actually worshipped God in the word that it says, laying prostrate before the Lord? That word just means to lay flat on your face before the Lord. Have you ever done that? Is your worship no good if you haven't done that? No. No. But now that you know God is telling you, I want you to go a little bit further. I want you to start striking the ground. I want you to start doing what I'm calling you to do because I've got something to accomplish. You see, the story all started in 2 Kings with uh, with Elisha, the prophet, and the king. And there was a battle going on, and God said, I want to give you the victory, but you're only going to get as much victory. You're only going to be as much a part of it as you'll put into it. And God is telling you now, you're only going to reap from me how much you sow into me. And I want to bless you. The Bible says the Lord delights in blessing his people. It is fun for the Lord to bless us. But here's the problem. Without being in the true place of worship, we're not in the place to receive it. We talked last week about a football player and and the quarterback throwing the ball being the blessing. And uh, Mario pointed it out that it's called catching in stride. That receiver has to be in the position that he is supposed to be in, in order to receive the blessing that has been thrown to him, the blessing that is his, and it's ready to be received. But if he's not in the right position, he's not going to get the blessing. And I'm saying the same to you. We've got to end the program tonight. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop understanding this. Look up the word prayer. Read into the Bible. There are so many scriptures. There is so much understanding. And you have to understand, I want you to go further into your worship with God. More than just a song. The song is called Clear the Stage. Maybe go and listen it to it. Watch it on Instagram. Watch it on YouTube, I'm sorry. And listen to the words. It says, take the lights, take the stage, take everything and clear it. Spend some time on your knees until they bleed and pray to God. It says, tell your friends this is where the party ends. There's a scripture in the Bible, I can't remember where it is, but it says, uh, the Lord calls for a type of sorrow that brings repentance. He doesn't want you to feel bad just to feel bad. He wants you to feel bad about your sin and to change the direction that you're in. This is a call to worship. This is a call unto the things of God. Give worship unto the Lord. Give of your time. Give of your prayer. Give of your body. Make your bodies a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Lord, we thank you for this word tonight. I ask, Father, that it would plant the seed, Father. That it would accomplish much and that it would change us, Father. Lord, I pray for anyone who is in need of salvation tonight. Pour into them your spirit, I ask. And receive true worship from your children. Have your way in all things. Amen. God bless you. Good night. Get to your church tomorrow. Worship the Lord in song and worship him in life. God bless. Good night.